I have a song in my heart right now. I really do. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Hallelujah, what a friend. I mean, Jesus, precious Jesus. Saving, helping, healing, and loving. He'll be with you and me till the end. Hallelujah. I am teaching today on what I think is the most beautiful. Oh, dear Jesus, the love of God is so precious. One of the most beautiful things I can talk about, I think, the earnest of the Spirit, the down payment of the Holy Spirit. You know, that word means also the deposit of the Spirit or the seal of the Spirit. How God loves you so much that he put a deposit and said, they're mine. He put, you know, the seal, like he sealed your life and mine to say, no one can have this life but me. Isn't that precious of the Lord to do that to us and do that for us? What a Lord, what a Lord. I am the most amazed. Sometimes I get so amazed, really, when it comes to the things of God. I think I'm the most amazed person on what God has done, you know, in my life. I mean, uh, and the ministry God has given me. I am more amazed than anyone else. I'm the most amazed person than anyone. When I see the part of God that I've experienced in my life and still do, I am completely amazed that God Almighty would even do that with us. Like, why would such a God, why would the glorious most amazing Lord do that for us I mean think about this chat like what would make God do that wow wonderful Jesus I thank you for what you're going to show us today I thank you and I praise your holy name Lord for what you're going to show us today in your word I give you the praise and God's people said a mighty amen and amen alright listen let's begin with a question. Have you ever thanked God for himself? Have you ever said, Lord, I thank you for yourself? <laughs> or or have you have you ever thanked him that in him we live and in him we move and in him we have our being? Have you ever said, wonderful Heavenly Father, thank you that in you I live and in you I move. Wow. And in you I have my being. Or have we ever thanked him for the kind of God he is? I do, I think, every day. Lord, I'm, you know, like I I was reading the word today. And I'm reading 2 Kings. I'm just amazed, truly amazed by the ways of the Lord. And I was just so thankful. Sometimes I just start crying. You know, I'm, I'm seeing so much in the Bible. It's so amazing. Long ago, St. Augustine said, Thou hast made man for thyself, and he is restless until he rests in thee. Can I repeat that again? Thou hast made man for thyself, and he is restless until he rests in thee. Wow, what a powerful statement. Now, God Almighty... Oh, Jesus, I worship you for this. 
in Second Corinthians 1, 21 says, Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ, and hath anointed us as God, who hath also sealed us, and given us the earnest, here's the word, the earnest, or down payment or deposit, that's what the word means, of the Spirit in our hearts. What an amazing verse. God who establishes us, God who anoints us, God who seals us, and now he also puts a down payment on your life and says, this life is mine. You know, you know what a seal is? I was saying that to, you know, Chad earlier, just before I began teaching. I said, when you seal something, you say, no one can touch it except me. No one can have it except me. Like when you seal a letter, you know, to a person, only that person can open it. So, God Almighty has sealed you, has sealed you to be His forever. One more scripture. In fact, let's just look at two more scriptures about this. And there's so much in the Bible about this. It's really amazing. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest or down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. God seals you and says, no devil can have this. Satan cannot have this. The world cannot have this. This is mine. You are mine. No one can have this person. Even the devil himself cannot have this person. He is mine. She's mine forever. And God begins a process of work with you. Now, let's, let's look at this. This is such a powerful truth. Not only is it true, but it is true also that God himself, listen to this, that God himself will not be satisfied until he is in the midst of his own people. God has a people. And this is why, you know, when you read scriptures like this, you begin to understand, you know, what it means by saying, we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world, predestined to be his. Because God Almighty has a vision and his vision will be fulfilled. And God has made a promise to us that he will dwell among us. Revelation 21 verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people. And God himself, repeats it twice. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. So he, he said in the beginning... He'll be with men. His tabernacle is with men. And he will be with them and they'll be his people. So, God Almighty will not be satisfied until in his eternal day, in his eternal day, meaning eternity, he dwells among his people showing the exceeding riches of his grace to us. 
Like, why did he save me? You know, I've always wondered, like, why did God save me? What was it about me that he saw that I don't really fully understand even to this day? Why did he save me and yet someone else in my own family? I have cousins. I've shared the gospel with them. You might as well be talking to a tree or to a rock because they won't see it. How can it be that thou, my God, should die for me? Amazing love. How can it be? Why, Lord? Why did you, why did you reach out to me and not to someone else in my own family? A cousin or even a friend. When I got saved, I remember a young man in school looked at me and said, and he heard the gospel, just like I did, from the same people. There was a group of young people in our school, George Vanier. God really used them to preach the gospel to many of the young people in the school. I was one who said, yes, I want Jesus. A guy in my class looked at me and said, now, it's boring. Who wants to be bored with Jesus? That was his answer. Ah, the Christian life is boring. I don't want it. And here I'm thinking, the greatest news I heard in all my life, the most joyful news I've heard in all my life, is that Jesus loves me. And that that same young man who heard the same words, ah, it's boring. And I've always wondered, why did he say it's boring? And I said, it's exciting. Let's take it. I want it now. I think it's because of predestination. It has to be. I don't know what, what other answer there can be, to be honest with you. Because the Holy Spirit convicted me and yet not him. So God Almighty has a great dream and a great vision for you and I and he'll fulfill it. It's written in Ephesians 2 verse 7. Listen to this. This is God's desire that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us. Wow. Through Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, forever and forever. Lovely Lord Jesus. Wow, I love you. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches. Think about forever and forever and forever. God will show us the exceeding riches of his grace and his love and kindness toward us through Jesus, his son. It's like every day of all eternity, God will say, remember, I love you. Remember, you might remember, I love you. He's going to show his love to us continually in heaven, forever and forever. We're going to say, though, we will see the exceeding riches, not just riches, the exceeding riches, beyond comprehension riches of his grace and love towards us through Jesus. That's incredible. You know, Paul said something so beautiful and we know sometimes we sing songs about it you know and we don't even pay attention to what it's really saying philippians 1 verse 6 it's so glorious being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of jesus christ so in other words he will not stop showing you his love ever even when you do not show yours he will not stop showing you his grace and kindness and mercy and it really begins in this life 
you know, in bits and pieces, because that's the way, the way we see, you know, through a glass darkly, we don't see it all. But think about all we have is the down payment, the presence of Jesus, only a down payment, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, only a down payment, the peace and the joy in the Holy Ghost, the righteousness God enables us to walk in, only a down payment? Think about it. Life eternal, the promise of life eternal, only a down payment? Salvation, only a down payment? Are you listening to me? Being born again is only a down payment. Meaning, we don't know what's coming beyond that. Everything we have, our salvation, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, life, joy, peace, all that God gives us is only a down payment. And you think, the Lord, if this is the down payment, what must the inheritance be like? Beyond description. I had not seen nor ear had heard. This is all coming to you and me. Paul the Apostle writes about this in 1 Corinthians. You know, the Christian life to me is so exciting. That fool who said it's boring. <laughs> he sure lost, didn't he? That was back in the 70s, you know. It says in 1 Corinthians 1.8, Who shall also confirm you unto the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. That God will not give up on you. He will confirm you. God doesn't walk away from us once we are sealed. And that's the same thing as confirm you unto the end. He'll seal you unto the end. He'll say you are man, no one can touch you unto the end. And 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 I love what what Paul, you know, there's so much about this in the Bible. For example, in Second Thessalonians, uh, Chapter 3 and verse 3, Paul continues with this wonderful truth that he is sharing with the whole church. He says, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. He's, he'll, he'll establish you. He's not going to let you go. Everything that I just showed you, God confirming you, God establishing you, has to do with that seal. You are sealed. There's a down payment on your life. God has put his deposit already and one day he's going to receive the full possession, meaning you and I in glory forever. So, and and Paul, the, the apostle, prays that the church gets this. And I pray today that you and I will really get this. That, you, that we, we will see, even as I'm teaching, you'll see the fullness of this blessedness that is so precious to all of us. So, here's what, what he prays. That's so, Lord. I mean, I am, to be honest with you, I am just blown away by all this. Even as I'm talking now, I'm just getting overwhelmed within me. That the very God of peace, I'm reading 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, 24. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Here's the word again. To do with sealing. To do with deposit. To do that God will not give up on you. Preserved. We will be preserved blameless. 
unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who will also do it. Have you noticed, it didn't say faithful is he that called you. Faithful is he that calleth. You know that every day, God calls your name and says, you're mine. I love you. He's calling us every day. I don't believe God just called us one time. I think it says so. He calls us continually to be His. He doesn't give up on us. You know, I talk to my children, and sometimes I'll call them three or four times a day just to check on them, just to say, I love you, you know. And I can't start my day sometimes without hearing their voice, to be honest with you. And here I am, an earthly dad who loves my kids and wants to hear their voice because it gives me joy to hear their voice. I'm calling them every day on the phone. God is calling you every day. God is calling me every day on a heavenly phone called the Word. (laughs) I love this. His Word. He calls us every day. He's, He's reaching out to us every single day. Can you just lift your hands and thank Him for that? Dear Jesus, we give you praise for that. We give you the glory, Lord, for that. That God is never, He never forgets us. He, he said, you may forget me, I'll not forget you, says the Lord. He's calling us all the time, just like I'm calling my kids. But God calls me way more than I call my kids. Think about that. Way more than you even call your family. How often do you call your mom and dad or your children? Think about how often God is calling you all the time. It says he calleth us. Faithful is he. Second, first Thessalonians 5, 24. Faithful is he that calleth. He's still calling you. He'll also do it. Paul the Apostle in 2 Timothy. I'm talking to you today about why God has sealed you. Like what's the reason really behind it? Behind it is he will fulfill his work in you. What he's begun, he's not giving up on you. He will never never give up on you. 2 Timothy 4 verse 18 is such a beautiful verse. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. Would you just lift your hands and say, Lord, I thank you, you are preserving. You are preserving me unto your heavenly kingdom. Jesus, I thank you. You are preserving me unto your heavenly kingdom. Hallelujah. You know, on that day, when that moment comes, I'm 68 years old. Ah, Maybe 20 more years, if God allows it. I'm thinking more like 15, but let's say 20. Chad just did this, meaning he wants me to live longer. Okay, fine. But think about at the moment when my heart will stop beating, I will have a smile in my, on my face and the joy of the Lord in my heart, knowing I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him. He gives us that assurance that when we die, that when our body dies, because we're not going to die, only the body will die. When the body dies, we will have that joy knowing God has promised me. That's all we can have. That's all we have today. And that's what we are going to have at that last moment in our life is this promise. 
having known his word. And this is the confidence we have in him. He'll never disappoint us. I love what, and you know here, the reason I'm, I'm really sharing this is the confidence Paul had in the Lord for his own life. He said, and the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Wow. He had that confidence and he wrote that letter. Second Timothy, by the way, they say is the last letter he wrote. Because in it he says, I'm ready to go. If you read Second Timothy, it's when he says, I'm ready to go and a crown awaits me. So we know from what he said that this is the last thing really he probably said in these words. And here he's talking about the Lord will preserve me. This could have been only days before he, he was beheaded by, by Nero. He, you know, and he, and, he and many saints were killed at the time. By, by the emperor Nero and he knew it and he said the Lord will, will preserve me now let's look at 2nd Corinthians Paul the apostle had, had said that and been preparing the church and that's why I'm doing it with you I want to prepare you that when that day comes you'll be ready for the Lord's coming to take you home for we I'm, I'm reading verse 4 and 5 for we that are in this tabernacle do groan. Wow, I'm one of them. <laughs> Being burdened. Not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the self same thing is God, who also hath given us the earnest of the Spirit. Think about what he's saying. He said, the day is going to come, I'm going to be free from this body. And I'm groaning inside of me to be free from this burden called the flesh. And who put that in my heart? It says, now he, verse 5, 2 Corinthians 5, 5. Now he that hath wrought us for this self same thing is God. He put that in me. Who also has given us the earnest down payment of the spirit so Paul is reminding the church that God is at work in, in, in his children that he has given each one of us a pledge his pledge of his faithfulness an earnest or a down payment or a deposit of the ultimate fulfillment of his purpose in our redemption I'm going to read that again and say it again. God is at work in our in, in his children, in our lives. He has given us a pledge of his faithfulness, an earnest or down payment of the ultimate fulfillment of his purpose in our redemption. And Paul declares that the Holy Spirit is both the seal and the earnest. He's the seal and the down payment. I read this earlier in 2 Corinthians. In fact, let's just do it one more time. 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Because I want you to see those scriptures. I want you to memorize them. I want you to know them. It says this. This is so precious. Now he which established or establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us as God 
who has sealed us and given us the earnest down payment of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to continue, but I want to talk to you tomorrow about what is our part. What do we do? Because the Holy Spirit is the official seal of God's ownership. The believer has been given a seal, a down payment. God has put on your life of his promises that one day we will see every promise come to pass. I want to pray with you right now. Because see, now that you know, God will never let you go. Never. You're his forever. You are his forever. No devil can have you. The world cannot have you. No one can have you. You belong to Jesus. The greatest thing you can say, I belong to Jesus. The last thing Catherine Kuhlman, every service I ever went to, the last word she said, never forget to whom you belong. And today I'm going to say it to you, never forget to whom you, you belong. You belong to Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Strengthen your people. Let them know who they are in you. Let them know they belong to you forever, Lord. Not just in this life. Forever. Hallelujah. An old song, now I belong to Jesus Jesus belongs to me, not for the years of time alone, but for eternity. One more time. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me, not for the years of time alone, but for all eternity. Hallelujah. Before you, well, before I say bye. I almost said before you say bye, but before I say bye, I want to pray with you that God will bless your finances, will anoint you in these last days. In fact, last minutes really of the last days, not the last days, these are the last minutes of the last days, that God will anoint you, will use you, and prosper you. Father, in Jesus' name, your word declares that you delight in our prosperity. Your word declares that you want us to be blessed financially. Now, Lord, move upon the hearts of your people to believe your promise and word. And, Lord, speak to them today on what they should sow to trigger the harvest. Bless them mightily today in the name of Jesus. Bless them financially. Bless the work of their hands. Bless their businesses and bless their work and future. In Jesus' name, bless their families. Amen and amen. All right, you know what to do. You can sow your seed right now. Benihin Ministries, right there online. You can go to where it says donate or give or simply go to benihin.org or you can text it BHM45777. BHM, then to the number 45777. And don't forget now, if you're not a part of, of BHI, join BHI for $25 a month, that's all, to be a part of a great Bible school that's growing and growing. Much love to you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.